Father, we magnify you, Lord, for you're worthy to be praised. Thank you, Lord. I'm still learning some things, Instagram family, and we're trying to record podcasts all at the same time. <laughs> but we're getting ready to start this morning. Uh, we're going live on FB as well. Praise God. Um, thank you, Lord Jesus. Just having some technical difficulties, and it's okay. Because God is with us, and he is blessing us. Praise the Lord. I have a word for you from the Lord. And we're going to go into the word. I tell you, please have your Bibles, a pen and a paper. If this is the first time you're joining us, I just greet you and welcome you. And I tell you, I do believe in studying. I do believe in taking notes. Um, Good morning. Good morning. It's very important that no matter who you're watching, no matter who you're listening to, when they bring forth the word and it's coming from God, You should be taking notes. And you should be reviewing even after Sunday. Because the word is for you to utilize. You're supposed to hear from God. We are the spokesmen. We bring it to you from the Lord. And you should be checking. (laughs) And then you should be receiving. You know, God can give you an even deeper, deeper word for you, your family, for the people at your job. Oh, it don't stop with us. But if you're not studying, if you're not looking to see what is going on, if you're not checking, you're not going to grow. You want to grow. And God desires for us to grow in his word. Praise praise the Lord. We're going to be, um, today we're going to be looking at Matthew 7. The ministers that are on here, they know pretty much what that scripture is about. But the Father said to bring that word. He has his reasons for all things. And some people need a refresher. Praise God. We're going to open up in prayer. And then we're going to go straight into the word. Bless the Lord. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just give you the glory, the honor, the praise. We worship you, O Lord, for all you are doing in our lives. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for all that you're doing. We thank you, Father, for letting us see another day. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you died on the cross for our sins. Father, we thank you for the blood. Lord, we just give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. Father, we thank you. Lord, I decrease. You increase. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. 
have your way in this service today. Father, you said where two or three are gathered. (laughs) Where two or three are gathered. That's what your word says, Lord. Where two or three are gathered. You proved it with with the um, three boys in the fiery furnace and Jesus Christ showed up. Where two or three are gathered in his name, you are there. So we thank you, Holy Spirit, for being with us. It's a Sunday school lesson, but God, (laughs) I am so glad I know that lesson. Because there's too many times where we needed you. And Lord, you showed up because we had faith. Father, we love you. We bless your name. Have your way. Lord, let them see you. Let them see Jesus, not me, you, Father. And Lord, you be glorified in this service, in in the ministry, and in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray, Father. Amen. Praise God. Um, We're going to go with Matthew chapter 7. Matthew 7. If you can get to your Bibles. I'm going to take a sip of coffee only because I don't want to sound like a horse with you guys. I'm going to try to do everything in excellence because that's what we should be doing. Uh, We're going to go to Matthew 7. Thank you, Lord Jesus. May we hear the word of the Lord. Judge not that ye be not judged. For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. And why beholdest thy the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but considereth not the being that is in thine own eyes. Or how wilt thy say to the brother, Let me pull out the mote out of thine eye, and behold, a beam is in thine own eye. Thy hypocrite. First cast out the beam out of thine own eye, and then shalt thy see clearly to cast out the mote out of thy brother's eye. Give not that which is holy unto the dogs. Neither cast ye your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn again and rend you. Ask and it shall be given. Seek and ye shall find, knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh, receiveth, and he that seeketh, findeth, and to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. Or what man is there of you, whom if his son ask bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he give him a serpent? 
If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask him? Therefore, all things whatsoever ye would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them. For this is the law and the prophets. Enter ye in at the straight gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way. That leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate and narrow is the way. Which leadeth unto life. And few there be that find it. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing but inwardly they are raving wolves ye shall know them by their fruits do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles even so every good tree bringeth forth good fruit but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit a good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit every tree that bringeth not good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire Wherefore, by their fruits ye shall know them. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils? And in thy name done many wonderful works. And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. And then, oh yeah, I just said that. Uh, Verse 23, and then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, And doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. And then the rain descended, and the floods came, and the wind blew, winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine, And doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell. And great was the fall of it. And it came to pass when Jesus had ended these sayings. The people were astonished at his doctrine, for he taught them as one having authority 
and not as the scribes. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. This was Matthew 7, the whole chapter. If um, the ones that are new to us, please just know when we go into a scripture, we read the whole chapter most of the time. And because it just, it makes a difference when you know what's in that word. When I was studying over this chapter, it is something that's obvious that most ministers would know this chapter. And I began asking God, what exactly did he wanted me to focus on? And the first thing that popped up in my spirit was, this is a self-control scripture. Self-control scripture. This scripture gives you instructions. It tells you what to do, what not to do. And the scripture is coming from Jesus, our Lord and Savior. And you see in verse 29, it says, For he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. If you go from verse 1, he begins with, Judge not that ye be not judged. When you can deal with people, and this is very important for those who are in leadership, because we have to deal with a whole lot of people. <laughs> and when you can deal with people and not judge them, criticize them, You're walking in maturity. Because God is trusting us. With them. And when we. Don't do things in the right manner. It causes problems. I can almost guarantee you. Most of the church hurt. Is from somebody not having enough self-control to not open their mouths and repeat or judge a person. God starts it off very simply. The scripture's first verse, judge not that ye be not judged. He tells you. And then he goes on to further break it down between you and your brethren. And he tells you straight up, how you going to judge somebody and you can't even check yourself? I mean, I got to get that real with you. I'm not trying to be neat about it. I'm, I'm obeying God. You need to understand that. 
he comes right at you. How are you going to take the beam out your brother's eye? You need to be checking your own eye and correcting that. And that's something that you have to learn. Self-control. Self-control is something that mankind has failed at over and over again. Even from the day of creation. Because that's what it is. Controlling you. I looked up the definition of self-control. First of all, self-control is a noun. And when it's in its noun form, it's control over your feelings or actions. You having power over something. The full definition is restraint. Exercise over one's own impulses, emotions, or desires. Feelings is an emotional state or reaction. The father has been really staying on top of the body about the fruits of the spirit. Not because we don't know. We know. We can recite them most of the time pretty easy. But the thing is, we got to live it. We have to live it. There are some who are sitting in position and you're wondering, why haven't God allowed me to move forward? Read Matthew 7 and check yourself. Are you doing these things? I mean, because if you look at verse 5, God don't, I mean, like he don't play. And Jesus Christ definitely didn't play. He said, thy hypocrite first cast out the beam out of thine own eye. And then shalt thy see clearly to cast out the mote out of your, thy brother's eye. How are you going to see clearly if you know you have something you need to deal with, but you so busy trying to deal with your brother's issues? No. Check yourself. You have a brother and sister that's going through some changes, going through some things. Don't be so quick to judge them. Because a lot of times you don't know what they're going through. And you want to open your mouth, but you need to be still until God tells you to speak. If the Lord tells you, go to your sister or call your sister. She needs to be encouraged. She needs prayer. She's going through something. And if she tells you what she's going through, don't be a gossip. Shut your mouth and listen. 
and then don't judge. Because honestly, what most of us don't get, and I can say this because I've seen it firsthand. Leadership, understand this. If you go through some kind of change and you're in leadership, recognize that you're going to go through it again, but in a different way. That's real. I remember somebody giving, uh, you know, back in the days, a testimony service. <laughs> And they were saying how the church hurt them and, you know, they were just so glad to have their own church. And the Holy Spirit said it just as clear to me. But the way that they treating people, they didn't even see that they were doing the exact same thing that they were happy that they left that church for and was not checking themselves. Because we get tested all the time. We're his servants. The enemy don't just like crawl into a space and say, oh, well, I'm not going to touch this one. No. If he can find a way to come at you, he's going to come at you. Why? Because he hates mankind. Get that in your spirit. He hates mankind. So all of us. Go through some trial or tribulation. And it's okay because God is with us. God is with us. And so if you're in leadership and you're going through those challenges. I'm telling you as an apostle. Take notes. Because trust and believe. You in leadership. You're going to get tested too. And make sure you don't do the same exact thing to someone else. Check yourself. Have self-control. Sometimes you can't react to people. You got to be still. That's real. And you got to see what's going on. I was looking at this definition... And it was saying that control over your feelings or your actions to have power over something. Control. Control. Well, honestly, you can't have control over nothing if you ain't got Jesus. I'm just telling you the truth. You are not going to be able to stand If you don't have Jesus Christ in your life. It's important that you have your Lord and Savior. Because only he. Only he. Died on a cross for your sins. You can't even see the Father. If you don't accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And he tells you in his word, he loves us. He loves us. He gives us straight instructions on what to do and on what not to do. He tells us don't cast your pearls before swine or they're going to get trampled over or you'll be rend. He tells you that. 
Some of us, we want things so badly. And God is saying, no, don't you make that move. No, I want you to be still. I want you to see what's going on. But, oh, no, you know, that platform is open. Some of us get so familiar with a platform, we scared to leave. And God is telling you, no, it's time to go. Your time here is done. I need you to move on. I'm elevating you. And yet, we'll still keep standing there. And God is like, I I told you it's time to go. And verse 6, he said, give not that which is holy unto dogs. Now, that does not mean every platform that God tells you that you're getting ready to leave from and to elevate that is bad. Please understand, I'm not saying that. But I am saying to those who know they're supposed to shift. You have the word in front of you. God's telling you to shift, shift. You can't get wrapped up in familiarity. <laughs> yeah, that me trying to say that word. Um, I'm so country, I don't care. Um, you can't get wrapped up into that because it'll stagnate you when God is trying to move you forward. And then he goes on and he tells us that we can ask and we shall receive. If we seek, we shall find. If we not, the door is open unto us. He's letting us know on verse 8 it says, For everyone that asketh, receiveth. And he that seeketh, findeth, and to him that knocketh, it shall be open. And then he tells us, and I'm paraphrasing, he letting us know that he wants to bless us. He wants to bless us. Let me tell you something. If you are... Not walking in self-control. If you're judging, if you're being hypocritical, and you're looking for God to bless you in something, notice, being hypocritical, judgmental, that can hinder your blessings. That can hinder your blessings. You don't want that in your life. God is letting you know you don't have to be judgmental because he's a good father. And we who are on this earth, we we give good gifts to our children. Why wouldn't God give good gifts to us? And you probably try saying, you know, Apostle, how are you reading this and... Why are you saying all this for, I don't know, what, almost a month we have been dealing with the gifts of the Spirit in some 
form or fashion. We have been dealing with walking in the spirit, living in the spirit. And right now, this is wrapping it up. And when I look at Matthew 7, I also see Genesis 3. Because had they not ate that fruit, 